0: You know, I have always been told that life is about peaks and valleys. Things are going well. Things are on the up professionally. Professionally. However, the valleys this year have cut me deep because they have been all mostly weather related. And as Austin's number one meteorologist to have bad weather karma, what does that say? What does that say about me and my relationship, my divine relationship with weather? Welcome to the Sick Palette Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Astrida. So, uh, I would say like a month ago or so, my AC started acting a little funny. AC, if you're not a pro, means air conditioner. Um, and you know, things would get a little hairy, then it would get back to business. Uh, my AC repair guy has been out to to figure it out I think already like two or three times. Um, Needless to say, we finally figured out the problem, but now a part has to be ordered. So in the middle of my favorite season, right? Give me that hot weather temp all day, except for in my goddamn house. So for the past two days, three days maybe, we're we're reaching upper you know we're reaching um upper 80s upstairs um and mid 80s downstairs and um you know it's uh it's 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 summer all day every day inside and out uh so <laughs> Once again, my weather karma is truly, truly something to behold. But here is hoping that towards the weekend we get this underway before July hits. Please, God. But another great thing about it being summertime is that we get to talk about wines that work in the summertime. We're doing a wine review podcast, y'all. It's been a second. I know it's been a minute. Um and it is always 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 my goal to be far more consistent about this and I am I promise I'm working I'm working on it. When I am not sweating profusely and trying to just sort of figure out how to work in in sort of this this balmy climate of hell. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to really figure out how we're going to get all things that are sick palate related and adjacent firing. And there are quite a few things. But let's talk wine, y'all. Um, the wine that we're talking about is a wine that I found at one of my new favorite wine spots, there is a Korean food and natural wine bar on South First in Austin, and it is called Underdog. Super fun. Um, and then you you can you can eat there, have a great time, split a bottle of wine, yada yada. You can then go right next door connecting and they have like basically a little wine shop. And in that little wine shop, I found me a bottle that I am so excited about. Now, this bottle is slightly priced higher than a lot of the wines that we feature on this particular wine review podcast. Um, It's 39, but... $39 $39 spent well and I I have realized that more than any other season no matter how many times I want to try many different kinds of wine French wines in the summertime I don't know if that's a thing I I as as everybody who listens to this podcast knows I do minimal amounts of research um So if this is like a very obvious thing that everyone else in the world knows, I'm sorry. We're we're just doing the best we can here. And our best is minimal. (laughs) But yeah, in the summertime, I like me a little French coastal moment, okay? Um, Loire Valley, as you know, that's that's my little siren song. Uh but we are talking about a bottle called La Luz. Uh La Luz spelled L U Z. Um this particular bottle it it's not it, it's something that you should definitely have chilled, in my opinion, but it is not we're not talking about uh a white wine here we're talking about a natural that's reddish wine um, let let me let me tell you I'm trying to look up this bottle because I had all the information here give me a second y'all okay I have done a little bit more minimal research for you because that is how much I care about making this at least at least somewhat educational in an 85-degree room. But that's neither here nor there. So, the wine that we're talking about, it's made by a winemaker named Bruno Duchenne. Bruno Duchenne. And uh, if you go to the importer's website and, you know... Like I said, the great thing about when you're looking at a small batch wine and you're, you really like the wine that you're buying, turn the bottle around. Go see who is the importer of this bottle because that importer is going to have more like-minded wines, especially if they're already you know, in the game of having a small batch natural wine on their roster, that means that there's going to be more of those wines, possibly more of that same winemaker's wines that the importer is is essentially going to be like a great key of like where you can find these wines. Especially as natural wines continue to grow and the market continues to become saturated, when you find something you like, that's the easiest way I find to just keep keep tabs on that wine that winemaker and you can also just ensure that if you like that region the importer probably does too and that way you don't you don't really need to like put you know no muss no fuss situation just turn around take a photo on your iPhone boom now you have it in your photo database albums <laughs> Fun facts about Bruno, according to <laughs> this wine importer's website. Bruno, this is all in quotes; these are not my words. Bruno was so successful as a wild mushroom salesman. Okay, so this was a wild mushroom boy before he was a, a wine boy salesman. That he that he owned a car phone in the eighties. Oh. This is this is the fun fact. Can I say that sentence one more time? Uh, Bruno was so successful as a wild mushroom salesman that he owned a car phone in the 80s. Okay. He retired in his early 40s, brag, to Banyoles, but got bored and started making wine. He lives on his boat, Odin, most of the year. All right, Bruno, work. Um... So it looks like Bruno is just really firing out lots of different uh, wines. And if there are anything like La Luz, I am interested. And goes to show on this importer's page, which is Louis Dresner selections. Looks like they carry everything that is uh, Bruno Duchenne's. So... Like I said, no must, no fuss. So let's talk about that bottle, La Luz. Um, it it is honestly one of those bottles where I was like, "Huh i i should have I should have um, I should have gone in really, really in." And I didn't. I was like, "One is enough." it'll be fine. Possibly we can use it for a wine review, but that's how you know it's going to be good. And by La Luz, let me tell you something. I am really, really losing my mind in this heat. (laughs) (laughs) The bottle is called La Luna. You know, guys, we were going to get there eventually, I started having a panic attack as I was going through the uh website's page because I realized I was like it is not Luloz <laughs> in my notes. I had written laloz, and you know um you said it, and you forget it, right then <laughs> I looked at the imports and I was like, no, I am uh I am a special kind of idiot, and I bet you anything the bottle that I had was La Luna 2021. And then I cross-referenced my photo, and sure enough, it's La Luna, which means the moon. (laughs) So anyways, as I have been saying, La Luna, let's talk about it. Are you having a good time? I'm having a good time. I'm having a fucking great time. <laughs> After this, I feel like I deserve some cold wine. So this particular wine, it is technically pink, not red, but it's a it's a deep ass pink. I will give you that, okay? Um, and it's it looks like it we've got we've got a blend here. So it's it's 40% Grenache, 30% Syrah. 30% Mavedra. Um Really, really delicious. It is... Oh, oh, the wine is named after the dog Bruno had when he started his winery. Oh, that's cute. In Bagnoles. But also means the moon... Hey, let's talk about why I like this wine. <laughs> so I call this wine. Oh, I have it in all caps in all of my notes. LA Luz. What a nut. Um, I I basically dubbed it French sea wine. Because it does. It has almost a certain kind of saltiness to it. So I had this wine actually when I had to start making a lot of Booyah based curry first for my pop-up with uh, Mayday and then uh, for the June supper club series that I do with the training kitchen. Um, and I wanted, I wanted something that could take all of a huge batch of tomatoes Um and and make it kind of taste like we're we're by the sea, even though we're in Austin, Texas. And Pondicherry, which is a small region in Tamil Nadu, um, in India, was formerly a French occupied colony. So there's lots of French. Also, strangely, French Vietnamese um, and other kind of neighboring country country's uh, influence on the food. So they do make a booyah-based type of curry. Um, and this was one of those wines where I really loved drinking it, and I knew it was just going to be so amazing, so sick in this buya based curry, and I was correct. Um, for a small batch, I just added, like, a cup in while I was getting – getting my aromatics going right in the beginning, mix it with a tiny bit of fennel, let me tell you something, made that curry sing. You know, and listen, I'm not gonna tell you a quote unquote hot tip that everybody knows. If you like drinking the wine, obviously cook with your wine, but it is true. If you really love drinking a bottle, rest assured it's going to make whatever you're making super bomb that's just it's in it, it, there's there's no like you know like crazy explanation for it it tastes good before it'll taste good after that's that's how it goes um i love this bottle because it was it was granular in a good way it's like artfully unrefined um it's not a wine that i would consider like clean At the end, there's a little bit of spice. It's, it really is. It's, it's, it kind of tastes like gritty fish wine. And it was, it was fucking lovely. It's great. Um, and that's also what I, what I really loved about this bottle. You know, I have, I have always an idea of what I like in wine. And sometimes because you are so sure of your own tastes, that once in a while you'll find a bottle that you're like, oh, this is maybe not my style, but I'll try it out. And you realize, like, your tastes are not only constantly changing, but, like, they're going to get better if you're able to sort of get get out of your own comfort zone, get out of your own way. So definitely La Luna by Bruno a wine famously named after his dog after he started his winery in Banyols. Bruno, who was so successful in the 80s, he was able, selling wild mushrooms, he was able to own a car phone. Not quite sure where the correlation is, but apparently, just want to let y'all know. Just want to give you that little gem. It's a delicious delicious wine and I will be back at underdog soon frantically looking for that bottle again does it pass the tamarind test yes absolutely this this wine is like set up for tamarind tamarind fermented chilies anything that is going to taste spicy tangy with a little bit of grit this is what you want this is a seafood wine so I highly, highly recommend it. And and that's that's my review for La Luna, famously nicknamed La Luz. Um, get you some gritty fish French wine, y'all. All right. Well, I think that's that's about it for th- this episode. It has to be it for this episode. <laughs> But I also wanted to say, guys, in July, uh, second week of July, is going to be our next dinner series uh, at The Training Kitchen. We do this every month. So I partner with The Training Kitchen, and every uh, second week of the month, we do a three-day dinner series. We start with a menu outline. Um, but really every day is a little bit nuanced. I would say 90% of the produce comes from the training kitchen's farm. Um, And we do, we do really a mix of, you know, basically all the food I do, which is South Indian Texan. And this month we're going to be focusing on quail. It's going to be a really, really, really fun menu. Um, I think there's only a fourth of the tickets left and Guys, let's sell it out. 50% of the proceeds goes back to the training kitchen, which is a nonprofit um, that is really doing some incredible work directly here in the community of Austin, Texas. All right, y'all. I am going to go get some cold wine, some cold water, and get my deranged brain off, off, off heater. I don't know what any of that means. Bye.